International schools have a naturally high turnover of staff. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, it's just how it is. But what it does mean is that leaders have to pay attention to how their new staff induction processes work. If you're looking to simplify and review your staff induction processes and make sure they're as streamlined as possible whilst also being effective, then this episode's for you. And later in the episode, I'm also going to share a free resource you can take away with an action plan and workbook for you to design an effective induction system. Hey everyone, welcome to Global Ed Leaders, a podcast about education across countries and cultures. I'm Shane Leaning and I work in teaching leadership development. And in this show, I get to know those innovators, leaders and big thinkers making a difference in the international school world. Now that involves every other week interviews with special guests. And in between, I share short leadership lessons that you can use to enhance your practice. And that's what today's episode is. If you like the show, please follow and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts and do leave a review. It's great to see your comments and really helps move the show forward. So today we're talking about the importance of staff induction. And it is important, especially in international schools, because it can really help build a supportive and cohesive community. It can also minimise staff turnover and it can improve teacher quality. So I just want to start by noting that pre-arrival is probably the most important part of welcoming new staff to your school. So what kind of information should you send to staff before they arrive? Firstly, it's going to be logistic heavy. So really talk about the logistics of getting to and from the country. Is that really clear how they're going to arrive from leaving their home all the way up until arriving at your school on the first day? Really spell that out for them in a clear way. What documents do they need to bring? Also visas, housing, what's their housing going to be like? Often schools arrange housing for their staff, especially in those first few weeks. But have you made it clear what that housing looks like? Is it enough for their family? Are they going to have, for example, a welcome pack on their arrival? And have you made it explicit what's going to be in there? A lot of schools for example, provide a welcome pack on arrival with some basic toiletries and some food to get them through the first day. While this is great, if the staff don't know about it before they arrive, they're going to have some anxiety about what's going to happen. A lot of time I've spoken to schools who do this as like a nice surprise. And while that can be a nice surprise and relief to find this beautiful welcome pack when they get there, By giving them notice in advance of what's going to be there, that's going to help really ease that transition for them, ease that anxiety, and it's going to be still just as special when they turn up and see that the school have actually provided support for them. In the same light, you also want to really think about what are the local amenities and are you going to share all the practical aspects that are going to make their transition as easy as possible. Really significant in this can be using something like an interactive online portal. Many schools use a page of their website, for example. It can be a hidden page that you send just to the link to your new staff, which has all this information on it. So it doesn't have to be located in an email to search through. There can be a very clear link for them to find everything that they need, such as school documents, academic calendars, curriculum details, and even information about living in the new country all in one place. Some schools choose to send this maybe in a PDF. I know some schools also post out a brochure about all these things. So it's up to you how you're doing it. But having one clear place for them to go is also very useful. And then 
we need to think about how do they arrive in the school. Do you have a comprehensive orientation program? Orientation is complex and no school has it perfect because in the end you're going to have different staff who have different needs. However, there are a few things you can consider. One school I worked with had a very brief orientation, focusing mainly on administrative procedures. Now, what this did, sadly, is it left new staff feeling confused and frustrated due to a lack of clear understanding of their roles and the school's expectations. So whilst it can be easy to fill that orientation with lots of administration details, for example, you're going to have different leaders across the school wanting their time. You're going to, of course, need to look at safeguarding. IT are probably going to want to talk about some of the systems. HR are probably going to go through some policies. Then you're going to be looking at school calendars, etc., etc. Before you know it, the whole orientation program can be filled with admin and you haven't even talked about what it is that the school's about. What is it that you're expecting of teachers and what are the actual expectations? So really planning a balance in there. You're not going to hit every need, so make sure there's also flexible time for flexible Q&A where staff can just come and chat with leaders about their particular needs and get specific support. Don't cram the timetable so full that staff aren't able to get the things that they need personally and professionally as a teacher. Secondly, you really want to be thinking about cultural and community integration. It's really important in international schools that we're focusing on cultural sensitivity training and that community integration. Because of the multicultural environment of international schools, fostering a culture of mutual respect and understanding is really key to both staff satisfaction and student success. And you need to set this off from the very beginning with your staff induction. There's a school I know that has a robust cultural sensitivity program and this has resulted in many teachers, students and even parents praising the school on that harmonious environment. I also want to highlight the integral nature of this community integration and why it's crucial for the success and happiness of new staff. Another school I worked with once actually didn't prioritise this community integration so they did a lot of really fantastic work in the school actually building what their teaching approach was and and how the school was to run. But what they didn't do is think about what place does the school play within the community and how can teachers set their lives up within this community. The problem is by not doing that, this led to feelings of isolation and ultimately was a contributing factor to a very high turnover rate among the school. Situating your school within a community will help your staff to feel more stable and ultimately help your students to connect within their contexts. We know international schools sometimes operate like islands within their culture that they're within and we need to make this link really explicit for all involved. So once you've thought about pre-arrival, that initial induction and the cultural and community integration, we need to think long term about the ongoing support and professional development on offer. There is, of course, a need, and we've talked about this in previous episodes, for ongoing support, clear communication throughout the year, and consistent professional development opportunities. These elements are really key for new staff to feel valued and to keep growing professionally. 
Many schools that do this well have mentorship programs in place. I'm actually going to share a tool with you as part of the resource I'm sharing at the end of this episode for free so that you can integrate a mentorship program in your school. This kind of mentorship program can help new hires navigate the school's culture and expectations and lead to higher job satisfaction. And it doesn't have to be complex. Many schools have already started this process with a buddy system where the new hire is buddied up with an existing member of staff. And this can be a great start. So there are just a couple of very short ideas to get you going, but I've got a lot more information to share with you on induction and it's quite a complex topic. But essentially, we need to be thinking about all the way from pre-arrival, plotting a timeline all the way to that ongoing professional development piece. Again, it's really important to have an effective staff induction process because this will create a harmonious, productive environment in your international school. So I've got a comprehensive handout available for all listeners. This includes a checklist for effective staff induction. It includes some ideas for cultural sensitivity workshops. It also has community integration activities, a few ideas to get you started, and an outline for establishing a mentorship program. This is an entirely free resource, and you can download it using the link in the show notes or by going to bit.ly forward slash school induction. That's bit.ly forward slash school induction. And there you can download a PDF to get you started with thinking about your school induction policies. So to end, I'd like to encourage you to think about your current induction process and whether you can identify any areas of improvement after listening to this episode and reviewing that PDF. Now, I'm very active on social media, especially Twitter and LinkedIn. So please do reach out to me there and share your experiences of induction and what's your advice to your fellow practitioners. I really want to foster a sense of community among international school educators so that we can all benefit from that shared learning journey. This episode of Global Ed Leaders was hosted and produced by me, Shane Leaning. Original music by Guillermo Silva. Do read the show notes to get that free resource. Again, it's at bit.ly forward slash school induction. And I'll see you next time.